Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haperset would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. May the Lord bless you. Thank you so much for coming into this teaching. I believe that you are hungry for the things of God. That's why you spend time in this teaching to learn more from heaven. The Lord has given me this lesson in order to encourage you to become a servant of God who can please Him and make Him smile from heaven. I would like to encourage you to really live a life that is pleasing to the Lord and you will experience His favor and His grace. Let us pray. Father, we thank you so much, Lord, for teaching us your truth. And I pray, Lord, that this lesson, this teaching will speak into the heart of your people and their life will be transformed, their mind will be renewed and they shall be fruitful as a servant of the Lord. Father, thank you so much for warning us, admonishing us, and correcting us, encouraging us through your word by the power and anointing of the Holy Spirit. We commit this time to you, Lord, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. I have served God for many years, and I noticed something that happened in the Christian community. That's why the Lord gave me all this scripture to encourage you today. First of all, I would like to read the commandment of Jesus Christ. He said, this is a new command for us. In John chapter 13, verses 34 and 35, Jesus said, A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another as I have loved you that you also love one another. By this, all will know that you are my disciples, if you have love for one another. I believe that in the Christian walk, love and faith are very important. We please the Lord when we walk by faith. And we show love to God by obeying His commands. And the whole Bible can sum up with two commands. Number one, love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, and with all that you have in your life. And the second command concludes that love your neighbor as yourself. And definitely, God wants us to love one another as believers. This is happening in our Christian walk, after we're born again, after we have tested and experienced the goodness of the Lord, we receive healing, provision, protection, and salvation from Him. We want other people to experience the goodness of God as well. Then we want to tell people about Jesus. We want to share the good news. And we want to show love to the unbelievers who don't know God. This has been my lifestyle all these years, that I try to win the heart of the believers 
by showing the goodness of God to them, living a holy life, living a godly life, becoming the salt and the light, so that when I open my mouth to share the gospel of Jesus Christ, they will open their ears and hear what I say, and then they shall have faith and give their life to Jesus and become a born-again Christian. So many people have come to know God through our life witness. Isaiah chapter 6 talk about this in verses 8 to 10. Also, I heard the voice of the Lord saying, Whom shall I send? And who will go for us? Ask me in the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Then I said, Here am I. Send me. And he said, Go and tell these people, Keep on hearing, but do not understand. Keep on seeing, but do not perceive. Make the heart of these people dull, and the ears heavy, and shut their eyes. Lest they see with their eyes, and hear with their ears, and understand with their heart, and return and be healed. This is a very powerful passage of the scripture that I learned from the Holy Spirit. Have you ever witnessed to people who did not care at all what you say, who did not even hear what you say, they just forget about what you say, they don't care about the gospel. And the Bible gives us the antidote or the key to open the heart of people to receive the gospel. The first thing the Bible says is that, lest they see with their eyes. So you need to live a life of being the salt and the light to show the goodness of God. Live a very sincere, generous and faithful life. You love people by your action, by your word. And when they see your action of love and holiness, what happens next? Their ears will be open to hear what you share about God. They will open their ears to hear the gospel. And then they will understand with their heart. And they will return to God and be healed from their problems. You see, it's so important that we love unbelievers and be led by the Holy Spirit and show the goodness of God and the righteousness of God to them. That's how we reach out to the lost. After the lost invited Jesus into their life, they began to come to church and they became our brothers and sisters. I see that Many times in the church community, the brother and sister in the church start to have conflicts, start to have some argument and strive. The Lord spoke to me. This is interesting. Before they became a believer, we show love to them. We want them to come to know Jesus. We want them to join into the church. But after they join to the church, we begin to see their weaknesses, their shortcomings, their mistakes. And then we begin to resist them, fight with them, argue with them. And the original love that we have for them while they were unbelievers start to turn into conflicts 
and sometimes even hatred in the church. I have observed this all over the world that when new believers walk into the church, the conflict starts to happen among the believers and the atmosphere of the church starts to go downhill because the believers or the members of the church forget about the new commandment of Jesus Christ that we need to love one another. In fact, we should love our brother and sister in Christ more than anybody else out there in the world because now they join into the family of God. What happened is that we allowed our flesh to control us and our flesh will go into the direction of quarreling and fighting and hatred, discrimination, fighting faults, criticism, all these things. Now, I understand more why Paul wrote so many letters to the early church, Peter too, James too. All these apostles wrote a letter to warn and to correct the brand sister in the early church. What happened 2,000 years ago still happening today. Let me read from Romans chapter 13, verse 13. This is the warning word and correcting word from the Apostle Paul. Let us walk properly as in the daytime, not in orgies and drunkenness, not in sexual immorality and sensuality, not in quarreling and jealousy. Sometimes our flesh causes to quarrel with other brother and sister, may not be yelling and shouting, but in the heart, we don't like that person and we don't want to talk to that person. And sometimes if you insecure, some new believers walk in, they are richer than us, they have higher education, they have a better job than us and we begin to be jealous. Or maybe they come in and have so much grace and gift in their life and they rise up in the kingdom so quickly and we, we begin to become jealous of that new believer. Please, get rid of all this fleshly thing. Love our brother and sister. We should rejoice when our brother and sister are doing well, are prosperous, are being used by God and being effective for God. We should not be jealous of one another. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 1 to 4. But I, brothers, could not address you as spiritual people, but as people of the flesh, as infants in Christ. I fed you with milk, not solid food, for you were not ready for it, and even now you are not yet ready, for you are still of the flesh. For why there is jealousy and strife, Among you, are you not of the flesh and behaving only in a human way? For when one says, I follow Paul, and another, I follow Apollos, are you not being merely human? Wow, what Paul says here still happening today in the 21st century churches. In the local church, people take side and don't like each other, have jealousy and strife, 
And sometimes this happens between churches. Oh, I am in this denomination. I don't like that denomination. And criticize one another. All these things are the work of the flesh. Remember this? The Lord Jesus said, Love your brother and sister. Value them. Honor them. Respect them. Encourage them. The word of the Lord tells us to be encouragers, not to be downers. God wants us to see the value of other people and only speak the word of encouragement to build their faith. Galatians chapter 5, 19-21 say, When you follow the desires of your sinful nature, the results are very clear. Sexual immorality, impurity, lustful pleasures, idolatry, sorcery, hostility, quarreling, jealousy, outbursts of anger, selfish ambition, dissension, division, envy, drunkenness, wild parties, and other sins like this. Let me tell you again, as I have before, that anyone living that sort of life will not inherit the kingdom of God. You can see that all these writings of Paul try to warn the believers not to follow the flesh. Therefore, please follow the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit will lead us to love one another, value each other, encourage one another, pray for one another. You should rejoice when a new believer walks into the church. You should love him or her. He may not be perfect. She may not be perfect. That's okay. He or she is on the process of growing and attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. And if we love one another, the world will see that the church is the good place to join in. The Lord one day speak to me like this. Part of the evangelism is to build a very loving, godly, righteous church. The bride of Christ, the church that is full of the presence of God, of love and sincerity. Because when non-believers walk into the church and they see all this character of God, the fruit of the Holy Spirit, they will be convicted and they want to accept Christ and join into the kingdom. A lot of people in the world don't want to have anything to do with Christianity because they were offended or stumbled by the behaviors of believers in the church. Philippians chapter 2 verses 1 to 18 the Apostle Paul wrote this letter to warn people. Therefore, if there is any consolation in Christ, if there is any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the Spirit, if any affection, you see, affection, love, and mercy, fulfill my joy by being like-minded, being in unity, having the same love, being of one accord, of one mind, let nothing be done through selfish ambition or conceit, but in lowliness or humility of mind, let each esteem others better than himself. 
Let each of you look out not only for his own interest, but also for the interest of others. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, did not consider it lawfully to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a born servant and coming into the likeness of men. And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. Therefore, God also has highly exalted him and given him the name which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, of those in heaven and of those on earth and of those under the earth. And that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. Therefore, look at Jesus, the loving Son of God and the humble man of God. My beloved, as you have always obeyed, not as in my presence only, but now much more in my absence, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God who works in you both to will and to do for His good pleasure. Do all things without complaining and disputing, that you may become blameless and harmless, children of God, without fault, in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation, among whom you shine as lights in the world, holding fast the word of life. So that I may rejoice in the day of Christ that I have not run in vain or labored in vain. Yes, and if I am being poured out as a drink offering on the sacrifice and service of your faith, I am glad and rejoice with you all. For the same reason, you also be glad and rejoice with me. The whole passage here, Paul encouraged the believers in Philippi. And today, that we should choose to walk in humility, seeing other people better than us, love one another, follow the footsteps of Jesus Christ, who loved us so much, humble himself to die on the cross, lay down his life for others. Christian life should be that way. We walk like Jesus, and when the people join to the church, we value them, we love them. We be an encourager to them. We bless them. We give to them. We are the giver, not the taker. We are the encourager. We are not the one who put people down. The atmosphere in the church to be full of love. Philippians chapter four, two to seven. The apostle Paul warned a couple women in the church. I implore you, dear. And I implore Sintike to be of the same mind in the Lord, and I urge you also, true companion, help these women who labor with me in the gospel, with Clement also and the rest of my fellow workers whose names are in the book of life. Rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say, rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to all men. The Lord is at hand. Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. 
and the peace of God, which surpasses our understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Again, Paul say, these two women, Euodia and Syntyche, have unity. Think the same way. Humble yourself. Have peace with one another. Have unity in the local church. In conclusion, I want to encourage all of you that from now on, in your Christian community, you will love your brothers and sisters more than even before they turn to Christ. You'll respect them, honor them, forgive them. Your love cover the multitudes of their sin and their weakness and shortcomings. Instead of judging, criticizing, you pray for them, you love them, you exercise your faith, you encourage them to rise up and to follow Christ's example. I want to see that the church in this generation become the beautiful, holy bride of Christ that is full of the work of the Holy Spirit, full of love and faith. The community of believers should be the community of love. And when we do that, the Bible promises that the blessing of the Lord will overtake us. He will follow us. He will shower His blessing upon us because we obey the commandments of the Lord. And we will not get sick. If the sickness comes, we will be healed quickly because the Bible says in Exodus chapter 15, 26 that when we obey the voice of the Lord our God and follow His statutes, the Lord will take away our sickness that He puts on the Egyptians. For the Lord is our healer. You shall experience His grace and favor, healing, power, success, prosperity because you walk in love, you love one another. I pray that this teaching will be imprinted in your spirit for the rest of your life and you shall be a disciple of Jesus Christ who make him smile all the time. The Lord will be so pleased with you. Thank you again for spending time and listening to this teaching. May the Holy Spirit give you grace to be able to practice what the Bible says. May the Lord bless you. Father, thank you so much for reminding all of us to walk in love and the Christian community, the house of God, will be the place of agape love and the place of faith and the place of victory. Bless everyone who listened to this teaching, Lord. Bless them indeed. Increase, you shall increase them. Multiplying, you shall multiply them. Thank you, Father. Put your hand upon them in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. God bless you. See you in the next sharing of the Word of God. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at 206-275-1042. You may also visit our website online at www.newhopeinternationalchurch.com.
Thank you.